which is a special Friday night edition of College Pickle with Wes and John. I'm Wes Pruitt, guy there to my left. That's freshly shaved John Sturdivant. Uh, John, how you doing tonight, buddy? Pretty well. I feel like it's, we're covering a high school game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. state it's kind of like a state championship for high school preview day. It is. It is. It is. Uh, you know, um, I – Living in Arkansas, uh, you know, CrossFit, uh, man, the, the the local team here at CrossFit Arkansas, they had a heck of a season this year. Uh, and I wouldn't mind starting to cover a little high school sports here locally. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, uh, you know, it's – I got a beard. I get it, man. You know, sometimes you just got to you just gotta shave it. I understand. But November's just, over with. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Heck, uh, for that matter um, – so is December. John, it's Friday night. We have made it to championship week, buddy. Um, we are here. Championship week is upon us. Week one in preview, we were talking about where we're even going to have a season. And by golly, we're here. Championship week is upon us. you got the Conference USA Championship going on right now between UAB at 5-3, and 3-1 three, three and one in conference play, going against up the uh, Marshall Thundering Herd, 7-1, 4-1. Coming off a big loss last week. Uh, John, who you got in this one, buddy? Well, Christian, first of all, has Marshall to cover the game. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Marshall at home just because it's at home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I like both coaches, uh, but I think Marshall hopefully will take a little bit of revenge on UAB this weekend or just today because Marshall had a devastating loss at home when a quarterback threw five interceptions against a bad Rice team. Um, yeah, I'll take Marshall. Yeah, uh, like you said, that's a very bad Rice team, um, and I don't see the quarterback from Marshall throwing five interceptions tonight. Um, UAB's five and three. They're not a bad football team, uh, but Marshall's good. Uh, we know that. Marshall's defense is really good. Uh, give me Marshall all day long in this one uh, going on right now. Uh, up next, we've got Ford Field. John, you, us Memphis fans know a little bit about that stadium. Uh, Ford Field, you got Ball State. The Cardinals coming in at 5-1, five 5-1 and one, five and one in conference play. Going up against Buffalo. They like to tote the rock up in Buffalo, at Buffalo. They're 5-0, and oh, John. Um, real quick on Buffalo. Who did they beat, John? I mean, I mean, I – I understand they've got a great a great running back who ran for over 700 yards in two weeks, which is, don't get me wrong, a very impressive feat. But I, I think Ball State's got a shot in this one, man, just to be honest with you. I mean, the point spread in that game is 13 and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But, it, it, I mean, I know I mean, what I'm saying is I think Ball State's got a shot to win the game. I'm not talking about just cover. I think Ball State's got a shot to win it. I mean, they're only playing like a max schedule, so it is kind of hard to tell, you know, it who's, is. Play, who's playing good in the MAC this year, who's playing not so good. I mean, they've only played six games max, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was, I just wish that conference could have maybe said play one out of, out of conference schedule and see how you actually really are. Right, right. Uh, but man, I, I tell you one thing. I mean, we, I know we really don't cover a whole lot of the MAC on our on our show, but. I do enjoy watching Mac football. Uh, it is it is entertaining to watch. I will say that. But with that being said, give me Ball State tonight, John. 
Ball State's gonna 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 take care of it for me. What about you, man? Yeah, so you got Ball State to cover and pull the upset, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, Christian Johnson, our other producer, couldn't be on today, so he got Ball State as well. But I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I think you know they got the running game still intact pretty well. Yeah, the guy might average 30 to 40 carries at the end of the night. But uh, Buffalo will, will win the MAC conference and cover that 13 and a half. Okay. okay. Uh, up next, John, up in Piscataway, New Jersey, it's 28 degrees at kickoff. That is frigid. Uh, they probably got about daggum 50 inches of snow, too. There was a heck of a snowstorm up in the Northeast uh, this late week. But you got Nebraska Cornhusters. Traveling up there, Ooh, it's frigid. Uh, go to play the go to play Rutgers tonight. Nebraska's only a six and a half point favorite in this game, John. Uh, can Scott Frost uh, salvage a, 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 a somewhat decent decent season uh, and and end up three and five? I mean, this is like the fourth year in a row with the losing season in Nebraska. Uh, it is. I mean. To me, with him being an alumni, I think they're going to probably give him another year just because, you know, it's a down year and year in COVID. But, uh, you know, I want to go the opposite here and pick Rutgers. I know Rutgers, you know, is at home. Uh, Their defense is playing okay football lately. Uh, It all depends on their quarterback, though, because he's been off and on the whole season in the Big Ten. Yes, yes. But I'm definitely going to – I think I'll take Rutgers at home just because they're at home. And like you said, it's 28-degree weather. Might be a factor as well. And I'm still kind of concerned on what Nebraska quarterback shows up. Is it going to be the good Martinez or the bad Martinez? Yeah, that's a, that's a really valid question, John. Uh, Adrian Martinez, 84 for 123 with uh, 800 yards and three touchdowns on the season. Um, I mean – I think both coach. I think Greg Schiano, first off, has done an amazing job with Rutgers. Uh, I think we got to give him a lot of credit where it's due. Um, I like Greg Schiano. I think Greg Schiano is at home at Rutgers, uh, as we know he's coached there before and did an amazing job there uh, the last time he coached there. Um, but I think Scott Frost is starting to kind of build something at Nebraska. I think I think he's getting their confidence built up. Uh, Two and five is not the greatest record. I I, I know that. Um, but give me Nebraska uh, tonight, John, to get the win. Um, I don't think they'll cover. I think it's going to be like a field goal game. I, I don't think Nebraska will cover, but I think Nebraska will win. I could I kind of I kind of see like a maybe like a twenty-one to twenty type ball game that one for some reason. Yeah, I mean I'm thinking like a uh, 24-21, uh, 17-20, you know something like that. Um, up next, John, uh, there's a game that I am really looking forward to tonight. Comes on Fox. Did you watch that? Do you have Fox? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to check. Uh, but we've got Oregon taking on USC. Of course, uh, Washington was originally in this game, could not play, so Oregon gets the bump up. Uh, Oregon comes in at three and two. Uh, of course, 
what I feel like is Cincinnati's getting a big snub right now in the in the uh, rankings, but I think USC is getting a big snub as well. I mean, these guys are five and zero. Yes, they've had to come back and beat UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, but they're still five and zero. They're playing. I mean, you know what I mean. They're they're undefeated, uh, and this and this game's a pick'em. It's it's a three point advantage for USC, which they get that for being at home. Um, over the over under sixty five and a half. That's a lot of points. Uh, John, do you think that uh, Caden Slovis is who, who? Which I think is a great quarterback for USC. I'm going to take Caden Slovis and USC to get the to pull the victory out tonight. But uh, man, I've I've seen a lot of where a lot of people have taken Oregon in this game. Well, Christian is one of them that picked Oregon. Right, right, right. Uh, but I think, oh, I think for some reason it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I don't trust Oregon's defense because they got two bad losses on the year between Cal and Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the talk is Clay Helton does save his job because uh, he's five and zero right now. Yeah. But I'm thinking Southern Cal will definitely pull it out late in the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be like a touchdown, maybe about six minutes to go in the game type deal. Uh, 37, Southern Cal, maybe Oregon, 30. Something similar to that. I mean, now one thing I will say, I think Oregon is a little more excited now that Mario Cristobal has, you know, officially said, hey, I'm stopped. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere, you know, so we don't have to talk about right. that. Uh, I think that does boost them around the locker room a lot. Um, but I think USC is going to get the win. I, I think USC is a really good football team, uh, one that nobody's talking about, and I'm really proud for Clay Helton because uh, his hot, his seat's hot every single year. And I'm finally glad to see him undefeated, ranked in the top 15 in the country, uh, playing for a chance uh, for a Pac-12 championship and possibly a Rose Bowl bid uh, moving forward uh, for the big bowl game. But, John, I mean, do you think that USC should be ranked higher than they are? Where are they at right now in the playoff? 13th. I guess they're just talking about, like, the Pac-12 is just a downside year. In general. Yeah, well. I guess that's getting into the personation for that, to be honest with you. I guess they're looking at the overall Pac-12 this year in general. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. I mean, I'd love to see them in the top ten and see if they're actually for real or not. But they're probably just playing some type of Los Angeles Bowl in the long run anyway. Uh, but I mean, yeah, all right. Can we just talk about this um, this uh, top twenty five real quick? I mean, sure. Why not? We are going to talk about it tomorrow. But I just want to. This has been eating me up all week. Three things, and I, and, I, and if, if people disagree with me, I'm sorry. This is my personal opinion. Here, if you just want to read off like one at a time, I'll say agree or disagree, and I'll let you know. You know. Okay. We'll go from there. Okay. Okay. So. You've got Alabama's number one, right? I, I think we could all agree to that. Okay, okay. Clemson, I mean, I'm sorry, Notre Dame is number two. 
just because they got the head to head over Clemson. Which, hey, I agree. Notre Dame's a really good football team. Notre Dame deserves to be a top ranked team. I completely agree. Okay. Notre Dame will find out for sure, though, how good they actually are when Trevor Lawrence is on the field tomorrow. We, we will. You're right. Number three, we've got Clemson, right? I could agree to that. Okay. Okay. This is where my first issue comes in. We've got a 5 and 0 undefeated Ohio State team. Are they talented? Yes. Do they pass the eye test? Yes. Are they extremely well coached? Yes. Have they played anybody? No. Who have they beat? They beat one team, Indiana, by seven. Didn't even blow them out. But because of their name, because of their uh, recent history of being a talented football team, which they are, they're in there. My first question is this, okay? Why are they in there? How can you rank them number four in the country? They've played five people. They've beat one, Indiana. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, I think it's a combined like six and 30. I disagree because, I, like I told you last week, I kind of wish that they would have played a game last week. Wait, Maybe like you disagree as far as you think they should be number four in the country? Right, I disagree. They shouldn't be number four. Right? Oh, okay, 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 I got you. Because me personally, I should. I don't think you should like when they reversed that five game last week. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seem to be happy about it. I guess because they're Big Ten fans or whatever, but other people aren't happy about it because. They'd rather see somebody new, like we just like we talked right. about, right. and they reversed the five from six games to five games. Right. So, okay. I'm not a big fan of that. Still, my next quarrel or whatever conundrum with this BCS or whatever it is playoff, whatever number six is Iowa State. Okay. Well, who's number five? Uh, huh? Who's number five? Uh, number five is Texas A&M. Oh yeah. Okay, so which they should be there, okay? We'll talk about the team that they beat here in just a second. Number six, Iowa State. Who did Iowa State lose to? Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah, okay. And then a really bad Kansas State team. Right? Yeah. A a two-loss team in the top ten, in rank number six in the country. How? How do you do that? How do you do that and expect us fans of the nation to trust you? I mean, to, I get it. You want to put the, for the best four on the field. I understand that. But it's a joke, and we all see it, and there's nothing we can do about it. This would have been the – I'll get to that in a second. Okay. All right. My last- I mean, that's, like Christian said last week, he should have – they should have tried – an 18 playoff just to experience it this year. Right. And go from there because it's a COVID year. That's what I would say. Right. Okay. My last point is this. Georgia should not be ranked number nine in the country. No. Should not. Okay. Florida loses to LSU last week and drops one slot in the ranking. One. Cincinnati drops a slot. And you know what they say? Oh, Cincinnati didn't play. Well, neither has Ohio State, and you've got them ranked number four in the country. Right. If you're going to do it for one team, do it for the other. Make it equal. It doesn't – Florida drops one slot, lost to LSU. 
a 23 and a half point underdog lost at home. Right. The shoot player. Through a shoot, 20 yards down the field. <clears throat> I don't know. I just feel like Cincinnati deserves more respect than they, than they get. I feel like Florida does not deserve to be ranked number seven in the country. I think Cincinnati should be where Iowa State is at number six. And it should be Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, A&M. Really and truly, you can flip-flop. I would put Cincinnati at five or six. Mm-hmm. And I would put um, – I would put – Postal deserves to be up there. Top ten, yeah. Yeah, I mean, top top ten, yeah. Who would you put at six? You already said it, Cincinnati. Who would you put at five? Dang it, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think another team that deserves to be higher is Indiana. Right. I think Indiana deserves to be up there in the seven, seven range. USC deserves to be up there, eight, nine range. I mean, I, I, who, I forgot who's even charging this. A, a panel. It's a, it's a, it's a whatever. Right, panel com- athletic directors. Yeah, it's whatever, a, it's yeah. a committee of athletic directors, and I, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's frustrating. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I mean, I know I kind of went off on a tangent, and I don't apologize. But maybe they should get writers to do this instead of and athletic directors. We'll talk about it more um, tomorrow on the show. But it's ridiculous, and it, like I said, it takes away all the credibility that they had had earned up until this point. I mean, if you're going to say, "Oh, it's a COVID year," well, then that's the perfect time to expand it out. You don't have to keep it expanded. You can do it for one year and test it out and see how it works. Uh, it's going to create, I mean, the, beast, the the bowl championship series thing, whatever, or the college playoff, whatever it is. Yeah. It, no, but the whole thing was created for a who's who of the power five. A group of five. It's not set up for the group of five to make the playoff. It's not. It's never going to happen. It was it was it's been set up to fail, in my opinion, the whole time. The group of five is just set up to play in a New Year's Day bowl against a top tier team. They just want the same thing every year. That's all they want. <laughs> but when but in this instance, this year, you've got Cincinnati, who is a legitimate top tier football team. Indiana is a top tier football team. Why are they ranked 13? Why is Indi- Why is uh, Nebraska ranked? Rank- I mean, not not Nebraska. Cincinnati ranked. What are they? Eighth, ninth, seventh, right. whatever they are. I mean, I just if you're gonna fail, come on, just don't don't do it like this. I mean, come on now. I, if 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 that's the case, then bring back the BCS the way y'all did that with strength right. of schedule and because <laughs> you coming on the 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 Chandler of whoever dude is. The guy that runs the committee coming on ESPN and saying, oh, well, strength of schedule matters to us. No, it doesn't, because if that's the case, Ohio State would not be ranked number four in the country. No, zero, no chance. Go ahead, John. Who's on your 
who's on your upset alert tomorrow? I'm not I'm trying to give it away right now, but I just want to talk about like who can be on your upset. Oh, you tomorrow. want a little you want a little uh upset alert preview for tomorrow? Yeah, a little bit of spoiler. Uh, a little bit of spoiler. Um I think Missouri could be in could be in a little bit of trouble, uh, depending on what offense comes out. Uh Clemson, I think is in trouble. Um no, I think I think Trevor Lawrence definitely makes a difference on the field. I think Clemson's gonna pull it out maybe by right at the points for the ten. I think Cincinnati better look out. Um I mean there's you know numerous. I Man, I'm not gonna give away at all for tomorrow, but yeah. you know. Don't forget about that uh eight six five game uh at eleven AM. No who? The eight six five area code in East Tennessee. Well, oh, oh! You mean that barn burner of a game? Hey, you never. Hey, we never know. Eleven a.m. kickoff. Dude, Tennessee is not going to be Texas A&M anymore. <laughs> you know what? I'll go ahead and spoil that pick. A&M is not going to lose to Tennessee. They don't have a quarterback. We've been saying it the whole year. We said it in, pre- in the preview of the of the season. They don't have a quarterback. They don't. But it depends on what AM defense shows up. I'm telling you right now, if Jerry Purdy would have lost last week, he'd have been out at the door. I promise you. Out the door. Gone. Him and Derek Mason would have been in Nashville having having drinks in a bar. <laughs> because he'd have been gone. I promise you. Yeah. A&M tomorrow because AM knows they got a chance to get into the playoffs. If Notre Dame can knock off Clemson again, AM's in. It happened. Okay. <laughs> nobody said, it now. Nobody said Memphis, Tennessee, nineteen ninety six would happen either, John. That's why I'm bringing that A Live game up. You never know. Just saying. I'm just saying. Nobody said ninety six would happen either. But fans, thank you very much for watching this little uh quick little championship preview for tonight. Uh, Kristen Johnson will be back on with us tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll be starting the show roughly around 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, also, guys, um, be sure to go like our YouTube channel. Uh, click the subscribe button. Click the little notification bell. That way, whenever we go live on YouTube as well, you can see it. Uh, we are currently live on YouTube and on Facebook. So for anyone watching on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, we love the support. We love the uh the challenge of getting ready to put on a new show for you guys every week. Uh, I know I can speak for myself and John Sturdivant for sure, uh, and Christian as well, that uh, we all three thoroughly love putting the show on for you guys week in, week out. Uh, For John Sturdivant, Christian Johnston, I am Wes Pruitt. Thank you guys for watching.